You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hell State Nation? Welcome to Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Bart Heights joining us on the show today. We're getting into a lot of different topics. Coach Leach spoke with the media uh, yesterday and two two things I know that I want to talk about in the show today. And one of those things I think will, could could it lead to something different? I'm not really sure, but we'll uh, get into that. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar with 18 delicious flavors. They're covered 100% in chocolate. They're soft and easy to choose. You're thinking, yeah, they taste like a candy bar, so it's probably a candy bar. No, you'd be wrong about that because Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Perfect for those on the keto diet. Try one of their 18 amazing flavors, including coconut, almond, cherry barcia, cookies and cream, toffee almond, peanut butter brownie, and much more. When you go to BuiltBar.com and make your purchase, be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Bart Heights joining us on the Wednesday show today. Coach Leach talking to the media yesterday. And uh, one thing that happened before, uh, before he spoke with the media, the announcement of Garrett Schrader moving to uh, the transfer portal uh, making that move, he was the quarterback last year, filling in for Tommy Stevens. He was moved to wide receiver after KJ Costello transferred in, and Will Rogers was looking and getting more reps as a true freshman. Apparently, Bart things uh, didn't go well with the move to wide receiver. So, what do you make of the news of uh, Garrett Schrader uh, deciding to leave Mississippi State and heading to the transfer portal? Good, be, good to be here, brother. Um, God bless everyone this evening. Uh, yeah, I think it was kind of, you know, I don't think anybody's going to be surprised, Taylor. He, uh, I like him. I liked him when he kind of came in and t- took the locker room over last year amidst some turmoil. And this year's kind of got that same flavor, if you will, but worse. Uh, and, and, you know, at this point, it, it, I, how did it go down? You know, you don't know. I, I would suspect that, you know, that knowing the kid's personality, that, you know, the, the little that I've seen him play I mean, from what I've read, um, you know, from what I've heard, that he is one of those kids that, like, you know, he, he'll get up in your face and ask questions. And I think he did that. And it's, it's, it, bottom line is this was a conversation about Will Rogers versus six. That was it. And – he asked if he was going to get a shot, and Coach Leach made his decision. I mean, you got a system that the kid knows, played in high school, uh, talking about Will, and then, you know, the Minshew's the hot thing right now, what have you, you know, and for a fan base, you know, it's easier to get behind that than it is to go to your third-string quarterback when you're one and three. Don't, don't you agree with that? Yeah, you're exactly right about that. And, you know, with Garrett Schrader being uh, moved, of course it's always tough when, you know, you work hard, uh, at the end of a year, coming in for Tommy Stevens, who battled injury, he ended up getting the job, finishing out the year with the Bulldogs. Then you get K.J. Costello coming in as a graduate transfer, so you're thinking, okay, well, I've got to compete with this guy. And then you have Will Rogers, who's been committed to Mississippi State since 2018, I believe. I think he uh, committed right after Joe Moorhead was hired. But he was, hev- he was heavily recruited by Mullen, for sure. But he said, you know, I'm a Mississippi guy. I want to go to Mississippi State. 
And it was poetic justice, really, that Coach Leach came from Washington State and brought the air raid system to Mississippi State where uh, where Will uh, in an offense that Will Rogers knew very well. So, of course, you're behind the eight ball even further. And then you add on to the fact that you have a new coach, a new philosophy. So Garrett Schrader, I'm sure, felt that he uh, – I don't, I don't know if he was given the opportunities. I don't really know what camp was. I know uh, Coach Leach didn't get to spend as much time with the players – as the players got to spend with the players. So I don't know exactly what happened at camp and what kind of reps and what kind of shot that he got at uh, being the starting quarterback. But he made the announcement about a week or so before uh, before the season started against LSU that Garrett was moving to wide receiver. And you heard so many good things about Garrett Schrader. He was doing this. He was making some big catches. He was stepping up, being a leader. Then in the LSU game, he doesn't have a catch. Gets into the Arkansas game, he has one catch for eight yards. And unfortunately, that's the only stat that Garrett Schrader has as wide receiver. So it kind of uh, kind of makes me wonder, with the quarterback situation being the way that it is, K.J. Costello struggling a little bit, Will Rogers still having that inexperience, but I think Will, if he can get some more reps in, I think he'll end up being a really good quarterback. Do you feel that maybe, um, even with the quarterback situation, that Garrett Schrader uh, maybe felt like he didn't get as much of a shot or that uh, – Coach Leach kind of had his mind made up because that's kind of what I'm thinking too. It's like, you know, hey, here's another arm for you. I'm experienced. I've, you know, thrown against SEC defenses before. And do you kind of feel like Leach just kind of, you know, had his mind made up that, hey, you're going to be a receiver. And if you're going to be a bulldog, you're going to be a receiver. Is that, you know, kind of a, a fair thing to say? It's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, you know, Garrett's athletic and you've seen guys, um, you know, the, the body type feelings of the world, um, you know, the Ryan Tannehill's of the world that were receivers and then became court, you know, you, you, the, the, the body type, um, and he's athletic and he might be long and Coach Leach might have seen some things that maybe down the road might come to fruition. You know, hey, remember I said that if it does, Taylor, um, I'd like credit for that. Okay. Um, but right now he wants to be a quarterback. And, you know, when you want to be a quarterback, that there's something about that. There's something about being a leader and there's something about having that taken away, especially from certain types of personalities. And it, when coaches come in, um, it's just not going to – when you're not the guy, it doesn't really actually matter if it's the start of the season and a coach is coming in and you're not the guy or, if, like me, you lose your spot during your senior season, like right in the middle, and then it's just like – it's a move on and it's just to manage the process as, as the best you can. Cause you're trying to win football games and, you know, and, and that's what I didn't understand a lot of times when I was a kid playing it. Like, you know, I made it about my feelings a lot and I made it about me a lot. It was about the team. And, you know, actually when I went out of the lineup, I mean, I was bitter about it for a long time as a lot of state fans know, but when I went out of the lineup, we got better. Um, but, but at the same time, this is a different situation to where, you know, you got two guys ahead of there and the Costello transfer, um, because I think if KJ's not there right now, you know, Gary would have got his shot. So, uh, you know, I think he'll, I think he'll go. Um, I think he can play quarterback. You know, I, I don't know what level. I, I don't know if he'll. I don't know if he's an SEC, you know, transfer guy like we're seeing a lot of these other uh, folks. But film says that, and, and folks study film. And uh, but I could see him going to like a, um, you know, a Sun Belt type, uh, uh, you know, like a Troy or somewhere. Um, that plays really good football and, and, and a competitor like that can win games for you and make plays for you on the ground. The one thing is I think he could have really helped us on the ground. Uh, you know, and that's, that was that, you know, that would have been my pitch um, if I were him. 
and walking in uh, to the office. But Coach Lee, Coach Lee believes in the system, and he's our coach, and we have to believe in him. And there's, you know, I don't use the word weed out process because it's not a kids are not weeds, bro. I don't like that. I don't like that term at all. I never have. But it is a business process that you have to go through when you're trying to build a program. And sometimes for coaches, you know, it's like you know, if you have to cut kids in high school um, or, you know, you, it's just part of dealing with the business when you're trying to develop and lead kids. And sometimes they're tough decisions. And I don't envy Coach Leach having to make this one, but I'm behind him. He's been in a long time. He's done it for a long time. And hopefully hopefully it was all respectful and done in exactly the right way. Um, probably some mistakes made here and there. There always is. Hopefully everybody grows from and everybody's better from it. Talking about Garrett Schrader uh, leaving the Bulldog program, heading to uh, the transfer portal. We'll have a little bit more about that and uh, kind of give my thoughts on, you know, what kind of player Garrett Schrader can be. And also, with some of the other rumblings that we've heard, could this be a domino effect? We're going to have a lot more about Garrett Schrader and a lot more about Mississippi State coming up in just a few moments. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Locked on Mississippi State is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is a go, 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 and it's nonstop hustle all the time. You've got uh, work, you've got friends, you've got deadlines, you've got Zoom meetings, you have so many things going on, not to mention just the plethora of social issues that we all have to deal with and we all have to be quote-unquote on for 24-7. Sometimes you just need to reset and chill, and the best way to do that is to sit on the couch, flip on a game, and drink a cold Coors Light. It's the beer that's made to chill. There's a lot of good sports going on right now. I know college football's playing. State's not playing this weekend, but there's a lot of really good games out there. The Big Ten is coming back. Uh, The World Series is being played right now. You've got NFL football in full swing. So you really don't have to watch any team in particular. Just crack open a cold Coors Light, enjoy yourself, reset, and watch some sports. That's the beer that I choose when I need to relax and I want to watch football. Hey, there's nothing better than having that cold, crisp taste of Coors Light. It's crisp and refreshing. It's the Colorado Rockies, and it is a perfect moment to unwind. It's cold lagered, cold filter, and cold package. It's literally made to chill. Coors Light. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Picking up on our conversation with Bart Heitch about Garrett Schrader, the big news yesterday is that he announced he was heading to the transfer portal. Uh, Garrett Schrader, a former quarterback, moved to wide receiver. The move to wide receiver didn't quite move uh, as well as he thought it would go. Only one catch for eight yards after hearing so much about uh, what Garrett Schrader could be as a receiver Uh, Didn't quite work out there well either, and I think uh, with the quarterback situation, it's very easily to uh, stick yourself in there and say, you know, hey, coach, I think we, um, I think I want to be a part of this thing. And Coach Leach said, you know, it's going to be between KJ Costello and Will Rogers. Sorry, we've moved you to uh, wide receiver, and uh, things didn't go well. So now he's uh, moving on. You brought up Bart the possibility of him moving to a uh, school he's from North Carolina so of course you've got like the Charlotte the Appalachian States the East Carolinas uh, of the world if he wants to work in the air raid system East Carolina known for being an air raid kind of team that's where Garner Minshew started Um, haven't really kept up with him over the last couple of years since they've moved to the AAC but they do have a history of throwing the ball but one game or one game in particular from last year where we saw a former SEC quarterback move on to uh, a smaller school, uh, one being in the Conference USA. That was Ty Story. 
Uh, he came back to Arkansas, led the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers to a 45-19 win over the Razorbacks. We've seen a handful of other SEC quarterbacks move on and uh, play for smaller schools. But I do have one uh, projection, I think. I think he either goes oh, to – here he goes, He, he, he goes go. to probably a North Carolina school, maybe a, a Liberty. Uh, speaking of SEC quarterbacks, Malik Willis, former Auburn Tiger, doing big things at uh, Liberty right now. How how wild of a possibility would it be for Garrett Schrader to end up at a school like Oregon? You talk about him being able to run on the ground. That's what uh, Justin Herbert, uh, Marcus Mariota, that's how they were dangerous at, uh, at Oregon. And guess who's their offensive coordinator? Joe Moorhead. Do you think Garrett Schrader has a possibility of making it to Oregon if he decides to stay in the Power Five? Very interesting, partner. Let me uh, let me let it marinate for about two, three seconds. Hadn't heard, thought about it. Um, okay, first, shout out to Malik Willis because he's going to get you freeze the Texas job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, or, that's another good that take too. Awesome if you free if you freeze went to Texas. <laughs> by the way, I mean absolutely awesome. Uh, I would watch. Um, but I. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. If it were a, if it were another Pac-12 school with the connection, Oregon's. I mean, that, that's a big ask. Um, you know, because Oregon. You know, I consider. You know, since Cristobal's been there, I would consider them a, a, a legit top. You know, ten team. I mean, they're not going to venture that far outside of places. You know, I mean. This year's so crazy. We don't know any of this stuff, man. And they ain't even been out there, you know. And, and so it's like, but yeah, with a year, because the thing was, you know, arm strength and arm accuracy, if I remember correctly, it ain't a toughest thing. Taylor. Yeah. And that kid, that kid, that kid, have put his head down and get you that first down on third down, and that might have been some of the stuff he was saying. You know, and and Taylor Taylor Jones, that's legitimate. That is legitimate. If that was the argument now, I mean that that is that is legitimate. So we, we need a shot in the arm, running game wise. I mean, whatever's happening absolutely. right now is not happening. Well, the thing is, nobody's spying you. You know, you run for three, four yards every time. If you run around in the pocket and get away from people, I mean, think about how far those linebackers are dropping against us, right? And then you, and then all of a sudden you're running it and you turn around and you got two. You got a receiver right there that can go block for you. That's what the Mullen offense did, the Moorhead offense did, and that was probably his. You know, and 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 if, at the at the time, like, you know, is the point valid? You know, to me, it is. Again, I'm a basketball coach. I'm not a football coach, but you know, that's kind of what our line did and does. So, um, you know, that could have been part of his argument. Going kind of back to that, it just kind of hit me, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think probably what you'll see, yes, he would go there for sure, I think. And you might see, I don't I don't think it's crazily far-fetched, you know, if he's got a year to, to sit out and get better and, and Coach Moorhead believes in him, um, possible. I bet he looks, um, I don't know, you know, none of us know what the schedule's going to be next year. I know what I would be doing, um, and I contemplated transferring it uh, uh, at a time. Um, it's tough, man. It's tough with playing time. It's tough with injuries. It's tough with just a lot of stuff. You know, figuring out how to be a man and you're a kid and 
you know, you handle this well, you handle that well. Well, the one one thing you don't handle well is not playing when you think you should be playing. When you think you can do things that the guy in front of you is not doing for the team. You're putting in all the work, you don't get the shot. Um, yeah, man, I mean, that sucks. That's the life. That's the life that these kids chose. I, I, I understand it. It's not fun. But I would be looking on the schedule to see, you know, in two years, what does that Mississippi State schedule look like? Is East Carolina on it? Is um, Louisiana, uh, whichever one on it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he it, just to me, the points are well taken that you're making. And I think I will say this. Shout out to Garrett Schrader because I think he, he brought a type of heart at times that was the Bulldog family heart. I think we could say that a couple of times. There were a couple of times that we thought he, he might be our quarterback. You know, you know, we've been mistaken week to week as Mississippi State fans a lot of times, Taylor. So it's okay. But, I, I, you know, I want to I wanna see what happens. I want to see where he goes. Um, and, I, and I hope he's successful. Um, but Oregon, no, it's not. Um, that's, that's just a – it's about connections and networks, man, in, uh, in football and in, in basketball and baseball, any other college sport. It's about the network, man. And so uh, I think it's a good point. I think it's, it's very well taken. Um, and I don't think it's crazy or far-fetched that it could happen if he's that good. If the upside's that good, and I don't know because I'm not a football coach. I'll ask you this question because I'm sure it's a lot different now than it was back when you played because there's such thing as huddle. There's uh, athletes promoting themselves on Twitter. There's 24-7. There's rivals. There's so many of these recruiting sites out there. But when you played basketball and you were thinking about the future of the program, either after you leave or – who you're going to have coming in for the very next year. Did you really pay attention to recruiting and who Mississippi State was looking at and who was committed to play for the Bulldogs when, when you were playing basketball? You're talking about when, like, when I was on the team, like, as a freshman, and all these people are walking in the locker room, and I'd be like, who's that, who's that, who's that, who's this guy, who's this guy? Absolutely. Of course you do. The reason I, I asked mean- – is because, you know, we talk about the quarterback situation right now with K.J. Costello, Will Rogers, Garrett Schrader being a wide receiver who could play quarterback. Things didn't work out, but they've got a really good product coming in next year. Sawyer Robinson out of Lubbock, Texas. Do you think maybe he thought that, well, if things don't work out next year, K.J. will be gone, but then it'll be a three-quarterback battle again with him, Will Rogers and uh, Sawyer Robertson. Do you think maybe that may have had something to do with him and his chances of being a quarterback? Of course, yes. Uh, I mean, he saw that at the same time. You know, whether he made the arguments we talked about or not, um, it just it, there was no there was no real upside, you know. I mean, that's how it is, though, man. Um, you know, I've had kids play for me that, you know, they go off and they play somewhere and they just don't understand how that coach can just recruit this kid, this kid, this kid the next year because he wants to have a job, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. why, you know, yeah. and, and like, you know, we're none of us are ever as good as we think we are, um, you know, except, you know, a very select few guys in sports um, are at that level. You know, as an athlete, you get to a level that, you know, and everybody remembers that day. Everybody that was D1 when you thought you was a pro growing up and you got to D1 and you think you, you know, and then you get there and, and everybody knows that. Everybody remembers that day. 
they, they didn't know that day that they knew. Um, you know, mine, of course, happened. You know, it didn't take me long. It took me the first practice to realize I wasn't a pro. I'm going. But but then but then you start working, and then you get back into it, and then it's like when somebody challenges you, you're going to do it. And um, yeah, it's but it, but it's a constant. Um, it's just tough, you know, because um, especially like maybe not in this situation as much, but like if if you feel like you you know, and this wasn't my situation, but like if you feel like you've produced. Um, you know, enough to get a shot, like that's one thing. But this coach didn't see you in the locker room last time, like in, you know, in the in, in Garrett's situation, and and so, um, he didn't get to see how you played and then acted on the sideline, reacted, you know, got the guys, all that kind of stuff, you know, because he 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 never really got that nod. But it's, it can be really frustrating. Um, man as a kid, but it's part of growing up and part of being a man and part of what you sign on to when you sign that scholarship. And like, that's not talked about. That stuff's not talked about when you're recruited now. Um, when you recruited, it's, it's a little bit different when they're talking to you and getting you interested. And uh, now it's a lot more, there's a lot more information and stuff. But no, back then, man, it, we didn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like, you was always looking. Um, and that's just part of it. A lot of these guys are friends and they know each other. You know, and they've connected with each other from the time they was 11, 12 years old. So that's a big difference, too, I think. But it, it's just – it's a business, man. And, and everybody has to understand that, um, you know, no matter how, how great our team is, you know, or how, or how bad it is, you know, it's a business and kids' lives are at stake. And so um, – but it's part, of the, it's part of the business process, man. That's all, that's all I got on it. We'll continue our conversation about Garrett Strader in segment three coming up. We've had a great conversation, kind of some things that may have led to Garrett Strader uh, leaving the Bulldogs program and heading to the transfer portal. But there's one other topic I want to discuss about Garrett Strader before we get out of here today, uh, and what that will be coming up in just a few moments. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your Bulldogs every day. Final segment on today's show, Taylor Jones, Bart Heitch. If you'd like to uh, connect with us on social media, be sure to do so on Twitter and Instagram. That's at LockedOnMissState, LockedOnMISSST. Again, that's both on Twitter and Instagram. You can also send us an email, LockedOnMississippiState. We'd love to hear from you and get your thoughts on everything going on in the world of Mississippi State Bulldog Athletics. So we've talked about several different things about Garrett Schrader, uh, some possibilities as to why he left some uh, transfer destinations for Garrett Schrader, even a very interesting one if he decided to go the uh, Power 5 route and some of the connections and uh, relationships that you mentioned, Bart, at uh, Oregon. Um, But one other thing that I do want to bring up, and you being a coach, uh, I'm slowly starting to get into coaching, but I've played on teams before where things in the locker room just aren't aren't really going well, and that's kind of been the rumor the last couple of weeks as to why Mississippi State hasn't been able to click on a lot of uh, areas is because you have a brand-new coach and he's got brand-new philosophy. Things aren't the way that they were when Mullen was here. Things aren't the way that they were when Moorhead was here. Um, the running game isn't what it used to be because of the offensive system. We haven't seen or heard from Kylan Hill in a couple of weeks. Uh, the running game just isn't really there, which I think, you know, as you mentioned, he uh, that Schrader could have really helped out running the ball. Um but I wonder, and again, this is a, a hashtag bolo. That's, that's what I'm going to be uh, calling this for now hashtag, on. Be on the lookout, folks. Yeah. Hey, be on the lookout alert. 
Uh, Taylor Jones bolo alert. Taylor Jones bolo alert. A bolo alert. I think we're if things keep going the way they are. Of course, you know I don't want locker room issues to happen for anybody. But we've been calling this stuff though, bro. We we really have, and uh, so you, so, ha- you have you have much yeah. more than me. But you have. Yeah, but you know it, it's one of those things that I don't wish to happen, but it's something that you may need to keep an eye on as well. Is um, is is it going to end with Garrett Schrader? And when I say that is because we've heard ah, about you're the playing dominoes now. Yeah, you're we playing dominoes now. We have heard that there's you know been some issues in the locker room. Don't know exactly what they are. Could be absolutely nothing. But I know, and I'm sure that you know too, being a coach and being a player, no matter at what level, there's always going to be that one little group that's kind of off to the side. And when you're a coach, you don't want that group to happen. You want everybody to be unified. You want everybody to be moving in the same direction. But a lot of that time, that's not what's going to happen. You're always going to have a little uh, group that's over in the corner that's doing their own thing. They, You have like a ringleader. You have guys that are you know kind of following them. And if they say, uh, okay, well, if you leave, then I'm going to leave. If you stand up and say what's on your mind, I'm going to do the same thing. Is this something that we need to worry about? Is the Garrett Schrader leaving to go to the transfer portal, is it something that we really need to worry about, Bart? And also, have you kind of had any experience with uh, with you know that kind of uh, uh, turmoil, if you will, no matter what level you're at? Is it really something that we should be worried about? You're talking about the domino effect, man, and it's a very, very powerful, dangerous uh, – it's a virus, man. It's a virus, you know, and it's it's kind of – same thing happens in our lives sometimes. We open doors and allow things to get in, and um, and that's what happens. And those, that, that door, that locker room got opened up a little bit, and and it's like dominoes, man. you got to connect certain numbers with certain places to move on, you know, in certain directions, and there's all kinds of directions in the locker room. And everybody's having conversations, everybody here and there, whatever. I tell you where there ain't no domino effect. If, if you want to see how the, the, the closest I know to where there ain't no domino effect, roll tie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. then kids are in. They bought in. Leaving a leader. You know, whether they make it up COVID or not, I don't believe that man did that. That man did not make up that he had COVID now. So I want to get that straight. You know, the Bama fans are mad at me still. And, and by the way, I do need to say this. Uh, one of my Bama old, oldest friends called me out on my – on my interference thing. So we've decided now that if you, um, it, it, the shove extended arm, Taylor, if you extend the arm to make a play on the ball and the defender falls down, that's illegal. Okay. You got me? Yeah. Yeah. But if you bitch slap his arm down and, and he falls down, <laughs> that's what we need clarification on. That's what we need clarification on, Taylor. Is that a penalty if you bitch slap somebody instead of shove them? That's my question. You, you've got that, and you also have targeting, because I think everybody has that's a different his words, opinion. That's his words, not mine. But, you know, and, and there's no uh, – I'm just like, that's, you know, th- that's kind of what that was. Man, if you think about it, and I made the point about how strong water was in the locker room. Um, but anyway, shout out! I'm going back and looking at the film, so you know that, that's what we need clarification on, though. But he, he, here's here's my here's my my domino effect. Um, yes, it's a problem, Taylor. 
it's a problem because it's one patch and it's another patch. And this guy's got a class with this guy. And then see, I said something to this guy. And then this guy's this guy. And it may not even be a guy who's playing. It may be just a guy who's spreading, who's saying so-and-so. I mean, you heard about what I heard. Uh, I heard so-and-so say uh, in the locker room. I heard so-and-so say over the training room. He's in the Whirlpool. And, man, you talking about leaving, man. You think we need to get up out of here? You think this cat's crazy? You know, I mean, I've been a part of them conversations. They happen every day when you come out of practices like the ones we had at Orange Beach yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just real talk, man. I mean, when you're building a culture, man, you know, there's just they stuff that you gotta um you know, they stuff that you gotta figure out and they stuff that you gotta deal with. Um but I mean, yeah. Do you not think it's a problem? I think it is. If it's not a problem, it definitely could be. I mean, it's like, dude, it's too many whispers, man. You got the, it's too many whispers. I mean, it, we used to have a saying, um, I mean, I've been at schools to where I've called it out, you know, as a coach when the coaches wasn't doing stuff right. You know, I've been at places where they're doing it great. Um, you know, it's not always going to be perfect, you know, but the kids know. I mean, because here's the thing, like, even down to the high school level, I've been at a place to where, you know, there was a lot of bad culture stuff going on. And, and at that place, this kid, I mean, dude, he, he, he was really, he was pretty good, man. And he could have been really good, but I mean, a lot of them didn't have the love. And then they had there were three or four starters that just didn't play the next year of high school. I mean, that's what can happen. And when, when a culture is, is it like turns poisonous and it's just like, you know, what do you do about it? Well, you know, number one, it's the first year, and a lot of these guys are not his player, his players, coach Lee's players, and you can get away with that, you know, for one, two, you know, three years. But I can, I'll tell you this though, you know, the cover ain't bare. In start, no, it's Morehead not. did not leave the talent cover bare. We just can't block, dude. We just can't block nobody. You know, say so I don't know what that means. You know, I don't, I don't know how to fix that. I don't, I don't, I don't have the expertise to, to fix that. So, you know. It's Schrader makes sense, okay? Bulldog fans, Schrader, the Schrader thing makes sense for everybody, actually, if you want the truth of the matter. Um, the kind of thing we still don't know about, you know, but what are those other whispers? Um, you know, I think that's what we all have to be very attentive to, especially in an off by week. Because don't you think that Twitter ain't blowing up for this kid that was recruited here, and this kid that was recruited there, and this, that, and whatever? During this bye week now. Oh, yeah. I don't think folks ain't reaching out. That's just how it is, dog. That's just how it works. Yeah, when you got nothing else to talk about, that's what you talk about. A uh, great conversation today with Bart Heitch. Go ahead. No, that's it. You got it, man. Another great conversation today with Bart Heitch. Uh, This time we were talking about Garrett Schrader. Uh, some possible transfer destinations, possible reasons as to why he was leaving Mississippi State. And we don't want this to happen. That's me knocking on wood right there. Uh, we don't want it to happen, but, you know, him leaving, could it start a domino effect? That's hashtag bolo alert right there. Uh, but a great show today. Um, I know you'll be coming up again on our Maroon Friday show. I'm sure it's going to be another fantastic show, even though we don't have a game to preview uh, where can guys find you uh, in the meantime on social media, Bart? You can see the Alabama fans hammering me on Twitter at, at behind 
And uh, also, uh, same address, at B-H-Y-C-H-E-2-3, Instagram and Snapchat. Um, a lot of work this week, so I'm not as, uh, I'm not as active as usual. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Taylor basketball started. Uh, so a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, horse voice and uh, you know, and late nights of watching film and uh, trying to get better. So uh, if I'm not as active on the social media, it's it's, it's only that reason, man. I'm turn to the kids a little bit, getting them ready. As I know you're about to, and uh, and and so let's keep rolling, man. But yeah, let's let, let's keep supporting these Bulldogs, Taylor. I mean, uh, that they need us right now. You know, let's be positive through this week and next, and get them ready to play against a really tough opponent. Yeah, Bart Heitch, a pretty busy man. He's uh, part of the Locked On Mississippi State. He's a basketball coach, and he's also playing uh, third base for the L.A. Dodgers in the World Series. I know it's going to be hard uh, pulling against our guys, Nate Lowe and Hunter Renfro for the Tampa Bay Rays, but uh, Bart Heitch, the starting third baseman for the L.A. Dodgers, good luck to you, man. Oh, wait, no, hold on, hold on. That's that's Justin Turner. I, I, I'm sorry, man. It's uh, you, you just seem like you're everywhere. You're so talented. He's got hair. He's got hair coming out the back of his head. I'll take that all day. Guy hits bombs. Yes. Yes. So uh, yeah, good good luck out in uh, out in Arlington. Get us a uh, get a World Series title for the LA Dodgers. They uh, haven't been able to since the VHS was the hot market item. So uh, yeah, uh, good luck, good luck to you out there. Uh, but again, you can follow us on social media at Locked On Miss State. That's Locked On M I S S S T. You can also uh, send us an email, LockedOnMississippiState at gmail.com. We've got more Bulldog coverage coming up tomorrow and Friday, so be sure to find us and subscribe us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you get your podcasts. We're there. Make sure that you subscribe and uh, leave us a review. Tell us how we are doing. So until tomorrow, have a great night. Hell State. We'll talk again soon. Good dog.